You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. Hi. Oh, my God. The perfect song. The perfect song choice for the tonight. The most depressing ending to the episode last night. Oh, right. And then beginning to our show. Oh, this is just a devastating moment, and we are still reeling from it, clearly. But <laughs> hi, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're obviously here to do another Glee after show. We're already on episode three of this season, crazily enough. And so it's called Makeover, and we're going to jump right into it. But I'm Stephanie, and my partner in crime over here, couldn't be here, Christy, is working on another assignment tonight. And so let's have you girls introduce yourselves. I am Marissa Serafini. And I'm Sarah Mendoza. It's exciting to, you know, get into this episode, but so sad, and I'm devastated by next week's episode but we'll get into that in predictions um rachel and brody have this moment where you're like oh it's it's so sweet they're you know kind of getting together and then you just know you knew what was coming Mm -hmm. and finn once that door rings you just know that it's gonna be finn and of course he's there and it's awful and it's painful to watch and you just feel like you're in that room so heartbreaking and we you know we all predicted that something's gonna happen like between rachel and brody and and finn's just gonna show up and sure enough it did well, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking for the Finchel fans. Yes. I know some of our um, our viewers, they were commenting on our videos from, from last week, and they were saying that they were never a fan of Finn, and they, they think that Brody is a man and that Finn's kind of a wuss. So this is what they've been waiting for, for Brody and, and um, Leah, for Rachel and Brody to get together. I, I completely... <laughs> what do we think, uh, girls? I mean... Whose team are we on here? I can appreciate that, but I've said it time after time. I'm a Finchel fan. I (laughs) want them together. I like them in real life together. I like them on the show together. And so I think this episode for me was just painful because I don't want to see her with anybody else. I want her to get back with Finn, and it's a high school love. And I mean, I know that not all high school loves last, but I want that one too. (laughs) Right. I think why it's so tough to watch is because we know their history you know the past three seasons it's been Rachel and Finn and we've we've seen their development we've seen them fall in love sing countless songs together and it's really weird and and new to see her singing with somebody else dancing with somebody else and now falling for that person 
And you know it. eventually it was going to happen. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the writing was absolutely on the wall for that. Oh, totally. And it, it would it be too greedy to say I kind of want both relationships <laughs> to happen? Some Finchel here and some Brody there. You can't be on both, like, Team Rob I and know, Team I Taylor. I am like, a you, Finchel fan, though. <laughs> you have to, have to choose a team. I, I, I just want to see Brody for the entertainment. <laughs> I mean, Well, maybe so. she doesn't have to choose yeah. yet. You know, maybe these guys are going to do the Rachel Olympics and, like, compete for that gold medal, try to win her heart over, you know? Yeah, and it is college. I mean, it's fair to say that you can explore who you are and explore different relationships. You don't have to be with the person who you're going to be with forever. But come the end of Glee, let's all say it here and now. (laughs) I want Finchel to be together. (laughs) You and everyone else. I know a lot of people who feel the same way, but also, like, if let's think about Finn, though, it's not fair to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. If we were Finn's friend and we knew Finn in real life, we'd say, all right, buddy, you got to you got to move on. This girl's obviously moving on herself and she's having her fun with a new guy. You're not going to be that wuss and just hang around waiting for her to give you an answer. Well, at least that's what I would do if I was Finn's friend. I was just about to say, that's what I was thinking about tonight, is that if I was Rachel's friend and a guy left me in that, or a friend of mine was left in that way and he broke up with me in a car or broke up with my friend, I would tell her, yeah, you should move on. You should find a new guy. It's just in this unrealistic world of glee that I feel this way. But yes, in the real world, I completely agree with you. They both need to go their separate directions. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess but, it depends whose friend you are. You know, we, yeah. we'd, we'd be on Rachel's side if we were Rachel's friend and say, yeah, you move on. You go date other men. Yeah. But then, like I said, if we were on Finn's friend's side. But I think it's just, you know, just growing up. She's she's moving on. She's in a new place. She's meeting new people. She has a new life. Literally a whole makeover. And so maybe we should take you back a little bit in the episode and look at how she got to this place because she was kind of pushing Brody away the last time in um, episode two. And now she was fully embracing and wanting to cook him dinner at her apartment, which, by the way, is a crazy <laughs> first date um, experience. But... Yeah. Um, well, she's... Okay. And the reason is, is this whole time she's she was hesitant because she does love Finn or she's loved Finn for however long now. Um, and she was torn, like, I haven't heard from my boyfriend or whatever he is. He's in the army. I'm really proud of him for what he's out there doing. But do I wait for him is the question. How long can I wait? How long can I torture myself not knowing when the next time I'm going to hear his voice is, you know, or see him? Right. But And if we think about it in real time, they broke up in May. It's September now, so they had she had the whole summer without Finn. So people oh, will yeah. move on in a few months. <laughs> yeah. some, some people 
people have moved on. Right. So. And she definitely feels like it's time because she gets a makeover in this episode because she is just like, I'm not sexy enough. All these girls are kind of bullying her in college, which I thought was kind of a one of the many unrealistic moments of this episode. In real life, I don't feel like people bully you in college anymore. That's more of a high school yeah, yeah. experience. Well, I think it does happen, though. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, I've personally experienced it in the even like in the working world. There's some sharks out there, you know, and even in corporate, like people will climb over you and like and like backstab you to get to a certain position. I guess I've been not lucky. <laughs> right. Well, not personally to me, but I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um so uh, it can be tough out there. But yes, the way that it happened in the episode is so melodramatic. And you know it's just like overly... It's so glee. Yeah, it's so glee. <laughs> so, glee. so very glee. Um, but yeah, so she kind of goes out and realizes that it's time to change her look. And Kurt helps her with that. And we'll get into Kurt's storyline in a bit. But he takes her to Vogue and kind of has this dream makeover experience and then she looks fantastic in the dance studio can we just say Leah Michelle's body is insane I think Amazing. we were all saying that yeah. during the show tonight and you know Brody notices it and kind of comes over to her and is like I'm into you blah 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 and they have a moment and she's like let's I'll make you dinner and you kind of see like a new side of Rachel and I think that was actually you know the new Rachel was the name of the first episode and you're definitely right. seeing that this season it's not just one episode it's a continuous thing with her that well I feel like it always happens like that when your heart is broken and you're like sort of reinventing yourself trying to pick up the pieces you're doing new things so that you feel like yourself again she's she's in a new place she's doing new dance classes at a new school making new friends new experiences and now she's got this makeover and she looks hot and you know she's all shiny and new so to go along with that she was probably thinking you know maybe I also need a new New boyfriend a new man you know to have some fun with since I'm not hearing from the person that's pained me for these past few months yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's true. I mean, I and I totally get where she's coming from, and there's she does have amazing chemistry with Brody. Rachel and Brody are are great together. It's just once again, <laughs> I don't want to repeat myself, but Finchel needs to happen. <laughs> Bottom line, it here. Um, I thought it was interesting though. Leah Michelle uh, talked about in an interview that she does have this moment with Brody and sings an awesome song with him, but how excited she personally was to have. Finn back in the episode because as we ha- this is the first time we've seen him all season we only yeah. saw him for that last you know few seconds of, right. of the show it was enough it was enough <laughs> to get us going <laughs> no we had a dramatic moment here while we were watching there were some screams um, <laughs> there were some, some tears <laughs> so there was some oh my god yelling so oh, hell to the no, no. that's right <laughs> exactly so tweet at us um, you know your reactions were you as upset as us because we definitely were emotional towards this you can also hit up iTunes um, our page AfterBuzz TV let us know what you think um, the 
good, the bad, um, what you want to see on our show. And it helps us keep the lights on and lets us know what you're thinking, which is always great, too. So Yeah, and while we're at it, why don't we just give some shout-outs right now? We did have a few people that commented on our after show for last week. Oh, great. Yay. As I said, there was somebody who's not about Finn and he's all about Brody. Mm. Shout-out to Good Girl Gone Bad. Nice. <laughs> Good Girl Gone Bad like Brody, ah. Team Brody there. Uh, and also shout out to the fans sixty seven eight five nine and Maria Cap, who also is enjoying this season with all the new that's going on. There is a lot of new going on this season. Yeah. Um, kind of the split between New York and McKinley, and we saw a lot of McKinley in this episode too, um, with the election happening. Um, <laughs> oh, that election! Brittany is going for her second term as senior class vice president, the only person ever I think I can rightfully say to try that. And mm-hmm. then she uh, pairs up with Artie and Blaine finds a running mate in Sam. And I was actually kind of surprised that he chose Sam as his running mate. They never seemed close to me. Um, well, you know, Brittany you had a hand. Yeah, Brittany yeah. had a hand in that. Brittany kind of forced. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, but who would you have thought to be his running mate? I was thinking about it during the episode. and I was thinking Joe. <laughs> I would have loved for it to be unique. And where was unique in this right. episode? Where was uh, Joe? <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boo. We wanted See, to I, for a moment, I thought it was going to be the new the new girl in the Glee Club. Because oh. he like tried to befriend her a little. And I could see that. You know, going that way for you sure. You know what? All the newbies were missing in tonight's episode. Yeah, it's true. They really kind of got back to basics. Even though we were still missing Mercedes and Quinn, Quinn and Santana, yeah. Santana. Santana and Puck, and Puck. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to see them. I'm like, we need to do like an hour and a half episode so we can get everybody right. in. It's it's not working for me to have these characters that just we never see. Right. There's just so many cast members now. And mm-hmm. we've, we've got our main ones that we've been acquainted with for the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. And then here's our new ones that we're starting to get attached to. I did see Jake, though, briefly while he was watching the debate going on. You kind of, they just kind of had a reaction, reaction shot of him in the audience. But, but nothing really there. Yeah. So it's they're kind of taking the back seat in this episode yet again. Yeah, I wish that because this episode they didn't have the the new people, they didn't really showcase them. So I wish um, they could have taken that time to show, you know, Mercedes and all them. Yeah, I completely I agree. But they did get a lot of one-liners in here for Glee. That's something that they're so good at. And I think with the presidential election coming up and them <laughs> having an election episode, it kind of opened the door for some amazing lines. Um, once again, you can tweet us if you have any favorites and we'll definitely shout you out. What was the question that they asked Brittany? Was it, what was what is your favorite color? And she said, Filipino. <laughs> Filipino. And I was like, Filipino. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that... For all the viewers, listeners out there, for those of you who don't know, Marissa and I are Filipino, and our other co-host, Christiane, is also Filipino. And I'm just their cheerleader. <laughs> She's our honorary Filipino. Wait, so. You're not Filipino? I know. Shocking news. What? Breaking news right there. Oh my hey, but Brittany, 
loves the Filipinos. But I loved, <laughs> yes, I loved her response because she said, Filipinos, they're hardworking and family is very important to them. And it's true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very so, true. So, right so true. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I I loved the election. I thought it was really a fun, kind of a different thing for Glee and something that we haven't seen too much of because Brittany just kind of won and it was over with, um, where this was more of a competition. And I, I loved when they got up and did the debate. Well, actually, the, the election was a, a big deal because remember when Rachel stuffed the ballots and all that? That's true. So this that isn't is. the first time that we've seen an election, but I think this is the first time that we've seen a debate. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's kind of what I thought was like an f- interesting thing, especially because you can't ask for two more different characters than Blaine and Brittany. I mean... <laughs> that's true. Now, Brittany and Sam, <laughs> yeah, yes. they're starting um, to look a lot similar. They're so cute. Yeah, they I, are. I wouldn't expect them as a couple necessarily, but there's something really sweet about <laughs> Sam and her together. There's something genuine because Brittany, she just seems like this normal person with Sam. She's just like really, truly herself. Yeah. <laughs> Without the quirkiness and all that. Well, they're both kind of... Yeah, they're not a little, too bright. <laughs> a little quirky, and um, and I feel like he's going to support her, and you're, we're actually going to see her graduate at the end of the year. I hope so. I, I sure ho- hope so. Yeah, I think that that would be really sad to be held back. So again, so what what do we think is happening with Brittany and Sam? Is there a little romance that's budding here? I give it a hundred percent. Yes, definitely something. They're definitely playing them up. So. Yeah. Now, having said that, when is Santana going to step in? And do something about it. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of trouble in all of these romantic relationships right now. Yeah, I think that Santana always pushed for that romantic relationship with Brittany. And I don't think she ever fully embraced. She just thinks of of Santana. Like, she knows they're obviously in a relationship. But I think that she thinks of it more as, like, her best girlfriend. And, you know, I think that she would (laughs) still be open to relationship with Sam. I, I mean, I hate to say that. I know there's a lot of fans and I've been tweeted by them who are a huge fan of that relationship, and I am too, but I don't know. I just don't feel like they're as on solid footing as what I felt like Finchel was last year. Right. Well, it's you know, for me, it's hard to feel like, or think of Brittany as capable of being in a deep relationship. Yeah. What we get from her in this series is mostly just this very... S- slapstick surface like type of personality she doesn't really bond with anyone it's most like even with Santana it's been Santana having these deep rooted issues and Brittany's just kind of there and Santana you know leans on her and and vents to her but there's no real deep reciprocation I feel like absolutely so it's hard to attach her to Santana in my mind even though they're a very powerful cute couple in this in the in you know last season and all that, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna like die if they're not together anymore. I, that's yeah. exactly that's a great explanation. That's exactly how I feel. I'm, yeah, it's kind of that thing, and I want her to find someone that she can be deep with and have that connection. So maybe it's Sam. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah, I I totally agree because if we see Brittany and Santana break up, I don't think it'd be the end of the world for me. Yeah, personally. Um, Not like what happened with Rachel and Finn. Um, can we just say that episode. next week's episode is called The Breakup? And <laughs> you're going to see me devastated next week, just as a pre-warning <laughs> to all you AfterBuzz viewers. <laughs> Hell to the knob! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So sad. Um, so... 
But back to this election here. So we see Brittany kind of sabotage herself in that she's telling you never want to tell your schoolmates <laughs> that you want to be in school 365 days a year. That's not going to win you any votes ever in high school. <laughs> and uh, I know. It started off as oh. no summer vacation. Yeah. As if that wasn't bad enough, she said, I will also promise that there will no longer be weekends permitted in yes. the school year. Sunday and Saturday are illegal. All these <laughs> radical proclamations. Exactly. <laughs> and then we see Sam preparing for the debate, and he's saying things like, well, you know, test scores are down, blah, blah, blah. How would you fix this? Oh, I would eliminate tests. And I was like, that's the answer. <laughs> that you want to give. Yes. I mean, at least in my high school, that was the way that we wanted it to go down. No tests, as little school as possible, and like soda in the drinking fountains. Let's get real. It's elementary right. school. But right. that's, that's the kind of answer the school body would re- react to. Right. Speaking of school bodies, what about when Sam went up and started stripping <laughs> my next in response time. to the stripper question? Are you ashamed that you were a stripper before? No, I am, I am not. not. As a matter of fact, and then <laughs> goes out onto the stage, struts his stuff, takes off his shirt. He owned it. It's, I, I mean, he was just like, well, I can show you how good of a stripper I am. <laughs> here we go. So, but, and that, you know, may have helped them win. I'm not sure. I, I You can't really know what fully. Who knows? Glee can be just such a crazy little little aquarium exactly (laughs) but blaine and sam uh you know took the election and but unfortunately blaine was not so happy about um what was going down in his personal life and so he couldn't really enjoy winning the election right it was very fleeting for him yeah we uh we see him kind of talk to sam after the election and say like you know i just i moved to this school for you know, Kurt, and he's not here anymore, and I'm just alone, and everything that I've done here has been for him. And it's kind of, it was, I thought it was tough to watch because they're another couple that I, I like on the show for sure. Yeah, it was hard for me to watch because it, that was so true. Because Kurt's not there, why is Blaine still there, really? Yeah. And, you know, just breaking off that ties, really. And just, uh, it, it was hard to watch. And you can, I love Blaine. You can tell their relationships falling apart. Um, Kurt's ignoring his phone calls. And he's breaking away from the things that Kurt knows about him. He takes off that iconic bow tie. The thing I don't think we've seen him in an episode without the bow tie. Ever. Right. Yeah. And so he finally takes that off. And isn't, it's not only that he took it off on stage. He was at the after party with no bow tie. And so it's... You know, and what I think it's so it was like very symbolic as to what's going on is because when he was calling Kurt, he was trying to get his opinion, like, babe, do I look cute with this bow tie or that bow tie? And Kurt was just in his own little world. He wasn't really responding to him. He didn't even answer the question. And you can see it in Blaine's face, right? He was he felt neglected. Mm-hmm. And then when he's about to go on stage, Sam comes up and he gives him a little advice saying like hey you look really good without that bow tie exactly so he's getting his fulfillment from another man not that we think it's going to be romantic but there's this void that's being filled by another person now that he just wants so badly from kurt 
And I thought it was yeah. sweet that Sam called him his bro. Like, that it doesn't have to be this, you've always been with Kurt and around Kurt, but, like, we can have a different kind of friendship. And I'm excited to see that on the show. I hope that progresses further into it. But we can also talk about Kurt's the most unrealistic internship I've ever seen at Vogue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very unrealistic. So he's super busy in New York, and that's why he's ignoring Kurt, because he got this amazing internship, and I can't believe Wait. it's taken us this long to say this, <laughs> with Sarah Jessica Parker, her Yay! first time on the show. Yay! <laughs> Finally. That's great. Yeah, I mean, we're what? Uh, well into <laughs> show here. And yes, Sarah Jessica Parker's, we got focused on Finchel. Um, <laughs> amazing. So much fun to see her on the show. Um, and she kind of plays the opposite of Kate Hudson's character. Super supportive of Kurt. He can do no wrong in her eyes. I mean, that's pretty clear at this right. point. And I love the fact that uh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker's character is Isabel. Right? Yes, Isabel. Isabel, Isabel right. She, that she is that soft character. And we didn't see any Kate Hudson today. So new another new person to balance yes. that out. I, and I love that she kind of believes in Kurt in this kind of, like, she thinks he can do anything and is telling him that maybe Niata isn't your end-all be-all and you can have another dream and be a great designer. Because as we've seen on the show, his fashion is crazy impeccable. So good. Yeah, it's, she feels bonded to him because they're from the same town. She she says that he brings that, you know, like Ohio sincerity or whatever whatever she called it, right? And mm-hmm. she wants him to never lose that. So and she probably sees a part of herself in him where she started from. And that's why she's very nice to him and encouraging because she sees maybe a younger her in him. She empathizes with him. Right. Yeah. Now, with Kurt, to add on to what you were saying a little bit earlier... I don't think it's necessarily that, in my opinion, he's avoiding Blaine or anything like that. I, it's simply he's got this amazing opportunity and he's not going to like get on the phone when he's surrounded by designers that he admires, you know, just to answer a call from his boyfriend. It's just they're getting busy. They're growing up. We're mm-hmm. seeing them, you know, with responsibilities in the real world and over a long distance relationship it's so hard to stay connected to that per- to your boyfriend or girlfriend i agree and disagree because um when we see blaine and kurt skyping kurt's talking about himself mm-hmm. and he's getting a bit yes kurt has this new exciting internship and new life in new york but kurt's really it's right. all about him now and i can feel why blaine's pulling away too so. right so that that relationship is kind of yeah, definitely hitting yeah. some turbulence a lot. Yeah, yes. it seems. Yeah, that exactly. That's kind of how I felt with. Um, I wanted Kurt to listen to him and be because right. he's yeah. always been that supportive guy, and I feel like that's been Kurt's character along the way. Is that he's been bullied, and but he's so supportive of everyone else. And then you kind of see him, and r- maybe rightfully so. He does have this new internship and new life, and he needs to focus on that, but. You know, he's your boyfriend. You you want to right? Yeah. yeah. And this is where I wish like Blaine would just say something like, "Hey, Kurt, I really feel neglected right now." You know, like yeah. communication yeah. In, in these situations is key. Like if you're in a long especially distance relationship, long distance. nobody can guess your facial expressions, especially if you're Kurt and you're consumed in yourself all the time, and you know you're only thinking about you. It's hard to see in the other person over that long distance. So true. Do we think that Kurt is ever going to, you know, 
falter at his internship or mm, or no mm-hmm. i yeah. don't know about that but i think that they are gonna he's gonna learn the hard way with this relationship he's gonna lose blaine because he's not paying blaine attention and through that heartache he's gonna learn like oh i should have done this i should have done that i think it could totally go that path or he could realize it because he is an intuitive guy and he could see that blaine is pulling away and um and then do something at his internship, like miss important commitments at his internship and, and lose the internship. I don't think he's going to be able to keep both things going. Yeah, that balance. Yeah, I don't think he has the work-life balance hmm. down yeah, I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, we'll see. It's, that's another going to be another <sighs> sad one. Next week's episode... So sad. I can't even handle it. Oh I think goodness. we're due for like three or four breakups next week. Um, yes. And I believe the episode oh is called The Breakup. breakup. The yeah. Breakup. Um, so we had fewer songs this week than we did than in past <laughs> we weeks here. But um, there were some good ones. Um, my favorite, I think, of the night actually were Brody and Rachel singing uh, Cheryl Crow's A Change um, yes. would do you good, I guess. Or do you... I changed it. Yeah. Do you good? Do you yes, good? I I wrote quickly that the, the <laughs> song title, and I was like, I really enjoyed the performance. Though I thought they did a great job, and it was it was a sweet performance. As well, well, it was very then. cute. Yeah, them it's, running through the city, yeah. them in the performance studio, practicing it, together. Can it I just rem- say Rachel's sex appeal has completely changed since she went to New York. It reminds me so much of more Leah Michelle's magazine covers and things like that. Right. Because that's how she dresses. Or even her in her interviews and on the red carpet, she's very sexy. Very sexy. And she has gotten to kind of bring that to Glee, which is such a huge change and really cool to see, I feel like. Right. Yeah, and I got I have to mention again the outfits because she started the episode with a, a bright red top and then when she's dancing and singing with Brody, she's in all dark clothes. Um, so. Can I also change. just say... Yeah, change, absolutely. Um, all through the season, we've been seeing her have the Rachel necklace on and then with Sarah Jessica Parker on the show tonight, um, for all you Sex and the City fans, she had the <laughs> Carrie necklace mm-hmm. and I was just like, this is coming <laughs> some weird full circle here but I love her new style absolutely very cute now a very sexy moment I'm having a flashback when they were they had the ice cream and they were on the bridge that was a shockingly little little sexual euphemisms going on there (laughs) but but they're in college so I think it's more acceptable to do it now than they Right. to do it when they were in high school. True. You know, with with all this, you know, new mature material that's happening in these episodes, I wonder if parents at home are, like, <laughs> keeping their children from now watching this because there is more a sexual tone to a lot of it, especially mm-hmm. Britney. Her Britney performance last week, Man, yeah. if my 10-year-old kid were, were watching that, if I had a 10-year-old kid, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, cover your eyes. You are not watching this right oh, now. Absolutely. I, I feel that the um, when we started Glee, the people who are watching now, they were you know, t- technically usually the same age as right. when they started. So the people who are still watching Glee now are the same age. It's true. So like We've grown up with college, it. So we can... Yeah. They, they can write that but, kind of content But for us. I have to say, it's a but, yeah. I, <laughs> I was at the Glee live tour last year, and they there were kids that were 10 years old, so that makes them at the outside 12 now. And some of the stuff on this, I feel like for a 12-year-old, is 
yeah, there's a bit, yeah, yeah a, maybe some of it goes over their head. I'm not sure, but it's intense. Right. Yeah, there are mm-hmm. moments. Well, my nieces and nephews. I know they know what that is, yeah. you know, and they're like, what are you when you're like seventh and eighth grade, 12 or 13 or yeah. something yeah. like that? Yeah. And they're aware. And I feel like they're just getting more and more exposed to this stuff through like Glee and other things and the media that's out in the media. Ones. Yeah, it's so true. And I mean, all these award shows and, and things like that. I mean, any music award show you watch, I, I'm thinking of the VMAs recently, things like that. They're sexy shows. And I don't feel like that was necessarily the case Maybe it was when I was growing up, but I don't remember it being so explicit. Right. Yeah. I feel like the demo for the show is changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. There's going to be the loyal fans, young or not. But maybe for new viewers, it's going to be more for the older audience. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think that they're definitely aiming for, you know, those college kids and you know i mean i know i did it with your like sorority sisters you get together and all watch a show and i feel like that's kind of the aim of glee now is like oh Mm -hmm. cool we can watch this together instead of middle school high schoolers necessarily watching it right um they also had um rachel curtin isabel um sarah jessica parker oh my favorite this was my favorite uh the way you look tonight and you're never fully dressed without a smile so it was a little bit of a another mashup we're having a lot of those doing the mashup thing sarah jessica parker is absolutely charming and adorable she's not like a full-on broadway singer who's classically trained and with like you know a leah michelle leah michelle voice but she's so charming when you see her performing and dancing around on stage I completely yeah. agree and I just remember she did a commercial and forgive me I'm, I don't remember what the commercial was for but it her voice is it's so good for not exactly not being classically trained and so she's so much fun to watch um and Blaine is another person who's fun to watch and he was actually in the two other performances tonight um and he started off the show with everybody wants to rule the world which I thought another high energy way to start the show which I always appreciate we've talked about it time after time slow performances are not a way to start off (laughs) glee I want that burst of energy so I liked that as well. It was fitting for his storyline because he wants to be president now, signing up for that. Or exactly. You know. Seems and like his character is really trying to get a lot of attention in, in different areas, like with the Glee Club and him being president of the Glee Club. I feel like that's but kind of a reaction to him school. not getting the attention that he wants from right. Kurt, so he's going to get it from his classmates if his boyfriend won't give that's it to him. That's a great it. point. Yeah. I feel like Blaine was always overshadowed by Kurt, too. It's true. So, and now that Kurt's out of the picture, he can, yeah, he can be on top. Well, he's now, I mean, essentially the star without Rachel and Kurt. He gets to take center stage and yeah. and own it, which is, I think, really fun because we saw that with him at his private school, that he was the star there. And so to get to have that again must be nice for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the final performance uh, that we haven't talked about yet is ce- uh, Celebrity Skin. And uh, that was Brittany, Artie, Blaine, and Sam all singing together mm-hmm. at the presidential. Yeah, yeah. Action. I don't. I don't know how I felt about that performance. It was me neither. I honestly, I had a hard time getting into it. Yeah, and I normally love all their songs, and it was just a little underwhelming for me. 
Yeah, I agree. Britney sounded a lot different in that song, too. They, she was, like, yeah. changing her voice to be lower or something. I, yeah, I feel like they record. went in and, and maybe fixed it in post or something yeah. to make it lower to fit the song, but it just sounded weird, and you were like, is that Britney? What yeah. happened? It didn't really fit her, like, yeah. her personality. Didn't fit the character. Hole is, the band Hole is not her style at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No. So, are you guys ready to get into some news and gossip? Yes. I guess Um, So just a few things tonight. Um, Corey Monteith uh, is finally back, and we're going to see more of him next week, as we mentioned, in the breakup. And he was talking about that we'll be seeing him also, um, I guess, flashbacks to his military experience and at him at boot camp. And he says, he told TV Line in an interview, I've... um, you know, I've never been called names like that before. You see him kind of get called, I guess, mean names in the episode. And, and he's such a nice guy that it's, um, you know, um, that he uh, doesn't want to, um, you know, he, it was very strange for him to be called all those names. And uh, then we also had um, Leah Michelle. We mentioned last week that she has a new L'Oreal Paris gig. She'll be doing the commercials for them. And so um, she's really surprised, though, that she's been able to get that kind of thing. She... um, she told Women's Wear Daily, Growing up, I never really was considered the typical beauty. And we've heard her talk about this a number of times. Um, so the fact that I'm now the face of such an incredible brand and brand that is so awesome, they, that they would look at me and consider that is unbelievable. So I think she's still in shock a little bit about mm-hmm. this experience, too. I'm really excited to see more of the ads. She is so cute. Well, to go um, along with uh, the L'Oreal... Um, there's actually so that's a bit of good news to go with that new promotion. Um, there's some some not so good news. Um, according to One Green Planet, um, animal activists are actually very upset with Leah's involvement with L'Oreal because L'Oreal actually um, they test their products on animals at least um, in order to sell their products in China. That's the requirement. So they do test mm. products on um, on animals. And they think that it's very contradictory because Leah, as you guys know, has been very outspoken about animal rights issues and has appeared at several PETA um, fundraisers and public service announcements. And she's even a vegetarian. So they think it's very contradictory that someone having such a strong stance on those issues would support or be the face for a company that would be testing and harming animals in that way. Yeah, I wish I knew more if all cosmetic brands, you I know some don't do animal testing and some do. I'm not sure what the percentages are on that cuz right. is it something where if you were going to sign up with a cosmetic brand is are 95% of them testing with animals and you would have to not do there that? There are some that don't like Paul Mitchell. I read that they're they're not doing it. And with with L'Oreal, they're not doing it here in the United States, but for the China market, it's actually a requirement in that country right, that okay. that's done. So in 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 their Nash internationally, they're they're doing it there, and I guess yeah, okay. she's the face internationally, so that is a I guess a problem for Peta. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, very interesting. You think that she would look into that before? 
like look at everything before she joins. I, I mean, from the article I was yeah. reading, she's just so excited to be a part of it, and I think yeah, and it's great for her though. I mean, yeah. it's such good exposure and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, so. and I think I think naturally, like you wouldn't like when some when an opportunity like that comes to you as an artist, you're probably not thinking like, oh, let me look first and see if they test it on animals or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's probably just thinking about it for the style value or you know beauty promotional value. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I just, yeah, I completely agree. So should we, do you have one more for us? Or are you? Oh, no. oh, okay. That's all I have. Okay, <laughs> perfect. I was like, do you have another one? We were, okay, so we can go to predictions. Yeah, perfect. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Anyone want to jump out and start with their predictions? Otherwise, I'll... I predict tears. Lots of tears. Not only from the Gleeks or the people on Glee, but from us next week when we're watching. Um, I predict some reapplying of makeup before we start the show. (laughs) Um, But I think I predict... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because we saw it's going to be a dramatic episode. There's definitely... It looks like Finn and Rachel are heading towards a at least a big crossing of some sort mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is not going to end necessarily well for them. Now, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, and Will, we didn't really touch on him this episode, but Will applied to the, what, what was the blue? Oh, yeah, and him and Emma um, seem to be, yeah, he's applying to this program that may take him away from McKinley, and him and Emma... And there's definitely some friction there. And, and so, yeah, so a, a lot of relationships are like on Rocky. <laughs> you yeah. Know, I'm interested predictions. Anyone going to survive or th- who's not going to break up? We have three couples that are in. I don't know. I think uh, they're all going to be taking breaks here. Yeah. Breaks I, and breakups. I really do think so. And okay. now I, I want to say one more thing. Can't call the episode breakup if yeah. no one <laughs> breaks up. Now we know how Finn's going to react because it's warranted. What I'm really interested in seeing is how Brody is going to react now that he sees that. Rachel's love Finn is back in the picture I think he's still going to be into Rachel I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to deter him at all no. mm-hmm. My, that's my prediction okay. for the rest of the week okay. and if Rachel and Finn do break up Brody's just going to go right for it alright well thank you so much for watching everyone <laughs> um, as you can tell we're super opinionated about this episode and we cannot wait for next week so be sure to check us out then I'm Stephanie Wanger and you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger keeping it simple for you and I am Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A Movies. And I am Sarah Mendoza. You can follow me on Twitter at Sarah, with an H, Mendoza. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Gleeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.